I had been widowed, a mutual friend of ours said, you know, Connie, your son thinks that it would be nice if you could start going out, if you could go to plays and musicals and get out a little bit more and be, be social. So anyway, he asked a friend of his, did he know anyone? And he said, yes, exactly. I, I know just the guy. So when Dan would come in to get his custom suits made, he would say to him, Dan, I've got a woman. I think you two would really get it off well. And he would say, I'm not interested. Well, one time he came in and he said, what did you say this woman's name was? And so he told him and we met for dinner. It was a blind date at that point in my life. And then I met him again when I was at a, a Chamber of Commerce meeting. I saw this man waving at me across the room and it was Dan and he came right over and he said, today's July 3rd, there's going to be fireworks. Would you want to go out tonight and then we can do something July 4th? And I said, sure. So that really started our whole life together. Mr. Happy Living here and I'm happy to be broadcasting from WITV7 in the beautiful Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, USA. Hey friends, please join me for a minute and try to imagine how great you'd feel living the unique and distinct life you were put on this planet to live, doing work you love, with people you love, in places you love, and all the while creating something of real value for others. That's what I call a life of significance, and I can tell you it makes for a very happy life. And so can Connie Smeagol. She's my guest star today, and she's here to share her unique and distinct journey to her life of significance. Hey, Connie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. I'm happy to be here. Well, why don't you get us started, Connie, by telling us what you're doing these days to make your mark of significance on the world? Well, I tell you, Matt, for over 24 years, my life partner and I, Dan Starks, we were teaching all over the world uh, uh, safety and awareness classes, seminars on self-defense, and just basic awareness issues. And my Dan passed away 14 months ago. And mm. um, what happened? I just realized when he died suddenly that uh, I need to put my business on hold, Matt, for a while and reorganize my own personal life. It happened so fast. And so I had so many um, responsibilities to handle and take care of. So virtually yeah. all those months, Matt, I was, you know, having auctions. I was, um, you know, I, I was getting uh, a lot of my personal items uh, auctioned off. Dan had a huge collection. Um, I had to face that. Things that I would have never planned on doing, but knew that that was the time to do it. So consequently, I went through all the dot to dot. And it was so amazing, Matt, every time I turned around I, and I had a, a, a specific um, uh, item or uh, uh, project that I had to handle, my God sent me the most beautiful people. My friends all stepped in, all at individual incremental times uh, to help me with each individual situation that I was dealing with. And uh, so I got through that and, you know, I, and I discovered that I had a life change in that process. 
and, um, you know, with all the responsibilities that I had. And during this process, I actually, uh, you know, continued to encounter many, many uplifting people that took me, you know, to the next level of, of you know, grieving and, and working through my situation. And then, you know, I realized that it was my time and that my life purpose needed to be more defined. And uh, it became very apparent to me, Matt, that all of this was sort of in the rearview mirror, if you will. Yeah. And I needed to go forward with my career and my life and my passion. And so obviously I knew uh, that I wanted to continue our business and just formulate it in my own kind of a concept. Dan was the brand. I needed to rebrand uh, myself, if you will, and uh, come come at it from we, we had it both from a male and female uh, viewpoint. Uh, but I needed now that I'm alone to come forward, uh, yeah. you know, from a female perspective. Uh, uh, attitude so consequently that's what i've been doing and uh i uh, i've upgraded a lot of my uh training materials i've done a lot of research and um you know just really planning out the next phase of how i'm going to take it very good i know it's a it's got to be a long hard journey but at a certain time it's time to move on and the heart still aches a little bit but it's it's exciting isn't it to to get started fresh and new? Well, oh my goodness, yes, it's like an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you just, it's a cleansing, and this this is a life process, and we need to accept it. And, um, you know, so I just had to be recre recreate the wheel, I guess. That's and um, so that's basically what I've done. I've just usurped all of my knowledge and all of my background, and uh, basically... Uh, upgrading it to uh, the times that we're in now, you know, it's yeah. forever changing. And so if you don't stay on top and alert of everything that's changing around you, you know, you don't want to be behind. Correct. Our younger listeners, you'll have to Google Etch-A-Sketch. It was a, <laughs> it's a fun game. Okay, fine. Hey, now let's do a little mathematics. So our friends all around the World Wide Web can get to know you through our happy formula. It's a simple... <laughs> but powerful equation and it goes like this power plus purpose equals happy so let's start with power connie what do you do on a regular basis to create all the power you need to take really good care of yourself and your loved ones and still have plenty left over to be a giver to others mentally i prepare myself to be strong and uh, to stay organized um, I've got my little yellow pad, which I couldn't I couldn't live without. And, you know, you just start prioritizing your life daily and, uh, you know, trying to stay in the moment, stay focused and, uh, you know, just keep planning your work, working your plan and uh, evolving at a spiritual level where I, I'm just so guided and I'm yeah. so grateful to take me, you know, forward. One of the things I've discovered about power and energy is the difference between a finite power that comes from earthly things like physical right. fitness, mental fitness, financial fitness. When you use those things, the energy gets drained and it has to be replenished. But spiritual energy is infinite. It's like love. It oh, is love. And the more you ending. use it, it, no, it, it never ends. No, and it's so never talk ending. About, talk about a little bit of the difference that you feel and and how you can get powered up in spiritual energy so that you're you're just like 
on fire all the time. Yeah, and I'm so enthusiastic and I so believe in what I do. And you just have to sit back and be quiet and wait sometimes for these epiphanies to come to you and to move forward. And then, of course, you know, with a revenue stream, this is something else. This is the flip side of the coin that's always apparent. You want to increase your revenue stream, um, you know, through your work. And, um, you know, just so you can, um, you know, become more self-sufficient as you age. And uh, I don't want to be dependent dependent on family or whatever. And I, I've always been independent and I pride myself on it. And so we just have to figure out a way on how, you know, we're, we're just going to get to that point. Awesome. I love it. All right, Connie, now let's dive into my favorite power generating concept. It's called a Kaizen state of mind. And it's this beautiful Japanese idea that small incremental improvements add up over time to yield great big results. And I love it because it's based on mindset, not circumstance. Kaizeni life is knowing there's always something I can do better tomorrow than today. It creates this optimistic, gentle, but powerful and continuously uplifting of my life day after day after day. So, Connie, how does Kaizen in your life help you increase your power to continuously become more so you can continuously give more? Well, I tell you this, I never stop learning. Um, I never stop believing in myself. Um, I want to always improve so that I can relate effectively to all of my students, uh, certainly my friends and my family. Um, I just think that it's a journey and, uh, you know, it's sort of acquiring uh, rocks on a pile and then suddenly you've got a beautiful pyramid and uh, it's something that's ongoing and it's uh, something that you need to focus on in the moment and self-improvement and growth and learning. I think this is also important. And, um, you know, through the safety and awareness classes, again, I, um, you know, I've just sort of stayed so on top of everything that's happening today, you know, learning more and more uh, through growth and understanding and applying whatever is in our culture uh, to the kinds of reaction that we need to teach in our classes uh, Mm -hmm. for self-awareness and self-defense. I think that's another important part of the process. Let's explore now purpose, the second element of our happy formula. And Connie, I've discovered that major life transformations, that, that real big discovery of purpose often, sadly, comes from devastation, addiction, abuse, disease, death, disaster, something awful strips a life to its core, resulting in a big change. However, in my book, Turning Inspiration into Action, I shared the transformational process that I've used to discover my purpose using inspiration. So how about you, Connie? Was there a specific moment or event or crisis or inspiration that revealed to you the purpose you were meant to live? Well, to be honest with you, Matt, I was in second grade. And I'm digressing here. Uh, my father um, was a, was what they called a troubleshooter. And uh, mother and daddy moved around a lot throughout the Midwest. And daddy would go into all these various branches uh, that he worked. Uh, he worked for a large company, go into the different branches and assess, um, build them up financially, uh, hire the right kinds of people, train the right people, etc. So consequently, I was moving around quite a bit when I was young. And 
we go to a new neighborhood, we'd move into the house. And my mother, who was very gregarious, she would say to me, well, Connie, there's children in the neighborhood. Why don't you go out and introduce yourselves to them? Well, so I did. And, you know, I probably was, well, I was in second grade when we moved to this one particular uh, 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 Kenosha, Wisconsin, actually, uh, where I would go through the neighborhood and I met a lot of lovely families and they would invite me on Sundays to go to church with them and, and to meet them. And uh, one particular family down the street, they had 10 children and um, they lived in a, a very small home. Uh, the mother was sad, I always remember. And their house was very dark, but I loved her. And uh, I, I, her daughter and I were very good friends. Well, Christmas rolled around and she had a tree with no ornaments. So we did um, an art class where we would make ornaments for our Christmas trees. Mm -hmm. So I, I found the most glittery ornaments, uh, uh, items that I could put on my, my ornament to decorate it. And so I thought, well, I'll make these glittery ornaments so that they'll shine and glitter and they'll light up her tree and make it look pretty. So I made all of these ornaments, took them over to her, and I went in and um, I showed her the ornaments, put them on her little tree, and she started to cry. And she said, Connie, I've never had an ornament on my tree before. And these mm. are so beautiful. Thank you so much. You have made me so happy. And consequently, I was absolutely delighted and I was happy too to share what I thought she would enjoy. And mm -hmm. uh, and she did. And it sounds a little trite, but I just always loved making people happy, trying to analyze their situations so that I could maybe make it better for them. I've been a life coach and an international headhunter all my life finding people's jobs. I would have desperate people come to me that had been laid off. Connie, I've got college kids in school or my, my wife is going to leave me if I don't get a better job or whatever. And so I really would get down in the weeds with these people and find out uh, what they truly wanted out of their life uh, through an interview process. And uh, really, they, they were so amazed that they could find other things that, uh, that they maybe thought they couldn't do or uh, wouldn't be quite in their wheelhouse and adapt it. And they could go on and get a much better paying job and they had confidence. And I, it, it was so wonderful to match them up with, with great job openings and change their lives. Well, let's talk quickly about two big transformations you went through one going from your own career to meeting Dan and then getting into this self-defense business and his business that must have been a big change and so talk about what that was like because this show is all about discovering your purpose and then transitioning into that so how did you transition into the self-defense business and and the support of Dan business and then what happened after he passed and you're going through this last 18 months or so? And then when did you decide you're going to you're going to launch it again and you're going to redo it in your image? Well, I have to tell you, um, we were being in the safety and awareness business. Dan was the number one NRA instructor in America. 
I happen to be an only child growing up with a father that loved to go hunting and fishing and this and that. So I was so used to being in that kind of an environment, number one. Well, as I evolved and then I, I relocated from Michigan down here to uh, Charlotte, um, I became the advertising and sales director for Creative Loafing. And I had my team of salespeople and, um, you know, so I was very heavily involved with finding new, new clients, uh, you know, adding to the, to the newspaper, uh, building the revenue, uh, being number one in the Southeast, uh, you know, hiring a lovely team of uh, uh, wonderful young people to uh, take the paper forward and be ultimately successful. And during this time, I had been widowed and a mutual friend of ours said, you know, Connie, um, your son thinks that it would be nice if you could start going out, if you could go to plays and musicals and get out a little bit more and be, be social. So anyway, he asked a friend of his, did he know anyone? And he said, yes, exactly. I, I know just the guy. So when Dan would come in to get his custom suits made, he would say to him, Dan, I've got a woman that is widowed, and I think you two would really hit it off well. And he would say, I'm not interested. Well, one time he came in and he said, what did you say this woman's name was? And so he told him, and we met for dinner. It was a blind date at that point in my life. And then... I met him again when I was at a, a Chamber of Commerce meeting, and he was set up in his booth and everything. Well, I saw this man waving at me across the room, and it was Dan, and he came right over, and he said, today's July 3rd. There's going to be fireworks. Would you want to go out tonight, and then we can do something July 4th? And I said, sure. So that really started our whole uh, life together. I mean, it was almost like love at first sight. And Dan was um, sort of floundering, I think, at that point, and um, not really sure which way he wanted to go with his career. And after we talked, and here I put my recruiter hat on again, I told him, Dan, you are absolutely perfect for the safety and awareness industry. So he had a lot of background in that. And so we just tweaked it and studied and evolved, and he was involved in it, but we just blew it. We just blew it up. He was recruited by NBC, ABC, and CBS for a, a show. And Dan decided to go with NBC for his Don't Be a Victim series. And then he was invited to do Stark's Reality on WBT Radio, which was absolutely fantastic. And the people we met, um, the experience that, that we gained through all of this, it was absolutely amazing. And then one day, Dan got a phone call. And it was uh, quite a thick foreign accented uh, gentleman on the phone. Well, he hung up on him be because he thought it was a prank. Well, it turned out to be Sir George Popper from Budapest uh, for Knights of Malta. And he said, Dan, I've been following you and Connie on the, on the internet um, over here in Europe. We see what you do to help people save lives, train them. And we would love to come and knight you in Charlotte. Mm. So they came over and and actually knighted us. And um, it was it was one of the most amazing experiences in our lives. And to feel that we would have that kind of recognition for pouring yeah. our love out to all of all of our our 
students and families and everything else all those years. Um, I just can't tell you how moving and how rewarding it was for us. And we never stopped, you know, through all of the seminars and the trainings and and everything else. We um, thousands and thousands of people, Matt, have come through our classes and we were so blessed uh, helping them. And they just gave us rave reviews and thanked us so, so much for helping them. Very good. So just give us 30 seconds on your advice for getting over a major loss like losing Dan 18 months ago and getting restarted. What's your what's your best advice for anybody going through that right now? Well, first of all, I think you need to draw yourself in and be quiet and and uh, think uh, about your situation, what you've been through. You don't want to wallow in your sadness. You have your whole beautiful life ahead of you. And, um, you know, it's just meant to be in life to to lose loved ones. And uh, some some suffer more than others. But I just had this epiphany that I truly believed in myself. Um, I had acquired all of this wonderful relationship and love and training from Dan that we that we built the business with. And I just decided to, um, you know, find my life purpose, define it and realize that what I was doing was my life purpose. And I certainly wanted to continue down that same path. Very good. Great advice. All right, Connie, let's take a quick commercial break for our sponsor to spread a little love with our audience. happy living here. I love good things made by good people. That's why I love Dry Farm Wines. They've transformed my drinking experience with sugar-free, lower alcohol, lab-tested natural wine. It's only grown on small family farms with respect for nature and using regenerative agriculture. You can literally taste the difference. It's naturally delicious. And it's super important because the quality of the food we eat and the wine we drink makes up the quality of our life. Go to happyliving.com, select Partners in Happy, and get your first bottle of natural wine for one penny. Share the gift of natural wine and pour some love this holiday season. We're back, and this is a Something Significant show, and I'm your host, Matt Gersper. And my special guest star today is Connie Smigel. Her beloved life partner, Dan Starks, died nearly two years ago. He was the CEO of Starks Training Institute, where they worked together side by side for years. After taking some time off from her business to grieve, she's back and continuing to provide the safety and awareness seminars and community services that the Starks brand is known for. Connie likes to remind people that Dan would always say, remember, it's your choice. Don't be a victim. Oh, Connie, I do love that. And I think you're going to love this article I found on LiveScience.com. It's called The Science Behind the Power of Giving. And it says the act of giving itself can be a gateway to discovering your reason for being on the planet. It tells how science supports the idea that giving one's time and talents and treasures is a powerful pathway for discovering purpose and overcoming difficulties and finding fulfillment and meaning in life. 
So I updated our formula. Power plus purpose plus giving equals really happy. So what do you think, Connie? Has giving your time and talents and treasures been a pathway for discovering your purpose or helping you get past difficulties you've faced or for bringing real meaning into your life? Well, you know, all of the above, Matt, you know, it's, it's again, you know, it's a package and, you know, you have to empower yourself to, to help uh, empower other people. You have to believe in yourself. So they'll, they'll believe in themselves. I'm always uh, offering seminars and training sessions and, and we do breakaway moves also for self-defense and awareness uh, techniques. And, um, you know, it's just a continuance of learning connecting with other people, uh, people finding me, me finding them uh, in simple conversations and just connecting with, with everyone and giving them my absolute all. And you learned this, uh, sounds like starting way back in the second grade with the Christmas ornament for your neighbor friend. That is so true. Yeah. And so science tells us that giving to others helps bring real meaning to our lives. And that feeling of that comes from our fourth element of significance, doing work that creates value for others, that confirms it. But there's something even more to it than just the giving, I think. And I can feel it deep in my spirit, Connie. It's when you're giving from living in your purpose, that's where you find the real magic of life. So that's very true. The audience and I would like to experience how it makes you feel to be happily living your life and giving to others through this work that you were put on this planet to do, and the people all around you have taken notice. So please sit back for a moment, open <laughs> your heart, and have a listen to what people are saying about the impact that you're making on their lives by finding the magic of purpose in your life. One person told me, if Connie says the sky is Carolina blue, you can take it to the bank. Another <laughs> said, Connie is a gift and I've been blessed with her presence in my life. Another, she's a wonderful, loving, and caring woman who was meant to be here in a time such as this. Others said, an amazing lady. She has a steadfast dedication to ensuring the security and well-being of individuals, organizations, our brave servicemen and women, and our nation as a whole. I'm so fortunate to have such a soul in my life. I call her my surrogate mom. She loves to laugh, loves to ride horses, loves to travel. She's a wonderful companion and definitely my soul sister. Inspiring, determined, with a passion for teaching people safety and awareness. Trustworthy, genuine, humble and warm-hearted, a true caregiver. Resilient, realistic, with a spirit of selfless service. Graceful, positive, a beautiful woman inside and out. Intuitive, empathetic, loving, she never met a stranger. Relentless, devoted, involved and supportive, ready to jump in at a moment's notice. Strong, caring, I consider her family. Whenever I need advice or guidance, I know Connie will point me in the right direction. She's personally experienced so many different and unique things in life. And as a result, she's able to share valuable life lessons and insights. Her generous heart is out there for everyone she meets. Connie was an amazing mentor for my son. She's filled with a joy and upbeat energy that's contagious. A fierce advocate for Dan during her health challenges. 
resembling a protective mother bear or more aptly, or perhaps more aptly, a determined barracuda, Connie has an unyielding commitment to upholding what is right, fair, and equitable. Her passion for service, coupled with her compassionate and tireless advocacy, makes her an exemplary individual and a true testament to the values she holds dear as a proud citizen of the United States. A woman who is needed now with her depth of hope during these troubled times. And finally, your son said, She's truly the best, and because of her, I too live my life and treat others the way she's shown me. I certainly wouldn't be the successful man I am without her wisdom, love, and encouragement. So, Connie, how does all that love from your tribe make you feel? Oh, my love tribe. I tell you, man, I love and adore all of my precious son, all of my dearest friends, my dearest clients. They've turned into my friends. It truly is a love tribe, Matt. And um, I'm thrilled. It, it makes my heart sing. Uh to hear those accolades and I, I'm so I'm so proud of all my friends and, and I'm so so happy that uh, I've been able to convey all my love and support and and what knowledge I could offer them uh, through through all of our times together, all of our friendships. And I, I'm truly blessed. I truly am. Yeah, it's beautiful. And that's what this show is all about. It's finding that magic in each of our lives. And it's available for everyone. That's what I believe anyways, Connie. And it comes from this great big happy circle. Giving your time and talents and treasures is a powerful pathway for discovering your purpose. And giving from living in your purpose brings a profound joy to your life Absolutely. and to the lives of those around you. That's the, that's the amazing part. It seems that giving leads to purpose and giving from purpose leads to joy. So to capture the exponential power of our happy formula, Connie. Let me tweak it just a little bit more. Power times purpose times giving equals happy to the third power. And that's really, truly, deeply happy. Does that sound about right to you? You know, it sounds to me like the perfect, perfect scientific equation. Too happy. It's spiritual. It's 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 intangible. You've got to have it to live it, to feel it, and to give it. Yeah, very good. All right, Connie, let's wrap things up with a lightning round. I love the power of words and the capacity for great quotes to change lives. So I'm going to read a few of my favorites and have you tell us what they mean to you. And Connie, give us the first thing that comes to mind because it's called a lightning round. So here we go. This is from Rorian Gracie. And he says, self-defense is not just a set of techniques. It's a state of mind that begins with the belief that you are worth defending. Absolutely. It's a way of life. It's a mindset. It's something that you have to prepare yourself for. Um, it's not a dress rehearsal when you become a victim. And uh, with our proper training, uh, you have to be uh, totally aware of your surroundings um, you have to learn how to recognize a situation, uh, respond appropriately, and resolve it. And those are the three R's, recognize, respond, resolve, that we, that's our mantra. And mm. we have always taught that. And uh, I think if you can take that, uh, coupled with uh, uh, certainly knowing, knowing yourself, 
knowing your limitations and knowing what you are going to do if a negative situation would arise. You need to have all of this prepared in your heart, your spirit, and your mind, and your body to react accordingly. And this is what Dan and I always strive to uh, instill in all of our students and to have that strong belief system in yourself that you can do it. You will not be bullied. Yeah, good stuff. This is from your beloved Dan Starks. He said, remember, it's your choice. Don't be a victim. Well, it is true. You have to keep that mindset. And, um, you know, people would sometimes say, well, I, I don't want to be a victim. Well, no, of course you don't want to be a victim. And when he would say, well, remember, it is your choice. But it's our choice, um, you know, to make sure that we know how to defend ourselves and to know uh, uh, how, how to defend our family. And if we choose not to do that, and uh, a negative situation should come up and arise, well, then it was your choice. Yeah, choice by omission. Exactly. This is from Second Tim Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Well, God gave us free will. And God gave us uh, our minds and our spirits and the self will 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 determine how we navigate through our lives, yeah. and and truly, uh, it's really up to us. God has given us all the tools. Yeah. It's up to us to recognize these tools, be grateful for the tools, and to go ahead and enact these tools when we need to. Yeah, very good. This is from Robert Green. He said. Mastery is not a function of genius or talent. It's a function of time and intense focus applied to a particular field of knowledge. Well, and you know, as they say, Matt, practice makes perfect. And I think the more we practice, the more refined we become, uh, the more confident we become. And during that whole process, um, it elevates our spirit and it, and it just elevates our being. So, in a, in, we live in a negative world. Uh, it's unfortunate. Um, we sometimes allow this negativity to uh, take over. But I feel that we just need to stay positive, feel purposeful, and uh, just continue on our life path and try just to have the most uh, laser focus as we possibly can to, uh, to navigate. Yeah, one of the best, one of the fastest ways to overcome sadness and difficulty and all that is to do something kind for someone. Well, absolutely. And, you know, you you can't be a Debbie Downer and feel sorry for yourself. You've got to take all of that, recognize it and give freely to other people, recognizing their shortcomings or their needs or or where they're hurting yeah. and uh, to recognize the hurt. And how can you help them feel better? Yeah, 100%. This one's from St. John of the Cross. He says, you might quiet the whole world for a second if you pray. And if you love, if you really love, our guns will wilt. Oh, well, love conquers all. And it, we just need to move up spiritually in our life. Um, it's it's not that hard. I think it's a realization. And I think it's something that 
many people need to be taught. Um, a lot of people don't need to be taught. It's there already for them. But, you know, there's so many different kinds of, of personalities here on our planet. And, you know, we just have to uh, really believe in ourselves, recognize uh, some of our frailties, recognize where we really want to be in our life and make it purposeful and make us focus so that we can rise above it all. Yeah, very good. This is the show anchor. It's from Goth. And he says, whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Well, we can manifest anything if we truly uh, meditate or think upon it. Uh, I'm a firm believer of good, better, best. Uh, within all of us. And uh, it's a recognition, it's a self recognition, and we have to want to uh, move forward and uh, elevate ourselves. It's, it's a choice. It's a, it's a personal choice. And we have examples all around us. Um, and if we choose to move up and be loving, and giving, and uh, make make it more hopeful for mankind through our own deeds, no matter how small, I think that's where it needs to start. And now folks, it's your chance to be a giver too. If you can hear my voice and you are inspired by today's show with Connie Smigel, won't you please share a little love with our incredible broadcast team by giving what you can to WITV7. They're a 501c3 charity on a mission to educate, empower, and encourage. They do good works with your kindness. Connie, I love your commitment to serve others by offering them love and understanding and support and individual attention. And I admire your resilience and determination to continue at Dan's legacy of keeping people informed, empowered, and equipped with self-defense training techniques and education. And I'm super happy that you've shared your positive and upbeat and kind-hearted spirit on our show today. Will you take a minute or two and share any parting remarks you'd like to leave with our audience? I think that we need to respect ourselves. And so through that, we will respect others. We need to love ourselves and love others. You know, it's not rocket science. I think that we all need to do better in this life. But um, I think that we need to remember that life is a gift. Uh, that's why they call it the present. Hmm. And so I say, go unwrap the ribbon and live your best life. Thank you, Connie. And I also want to thank WITV7 for hosting and promoting our show so we can keep interviewing inspiring guest stars like Connie and reaching folks just like you, ready to create your own extraordinary lives. And most especially, thank you, viewers and listeners. You'll find links to social media and all things Connie Smigel. Find her, friend her, learn all about the Starks Training Institute. Just go to danstarks.com. That's D-A-N-S-T-A rks.com. One more time, danstarks.com. From me to you, dear friends, I love you and I want you to be really, truly, deeply happy too. So go to happyliving.com right now and take our happy quiz because measuring your happy helps you focus your attention on it and focusing attention on it attracts change and learning and improvement all to flow right into your life. And once you take the quiz and it only takes a minute, then please give some thought to what we can do together, you and me, 
to improve the happy of your world one person at a time. Till next time, I'm Matt Gersper. You are awesome. And this is the Something Significant Show. <laughs>